Ladies and gentlemen, it's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al pie del cañón, ready for anything. I'm Rob, that's the Natch, and you're listening to... The Bravo Show! <laughs> welcome, welcome, one and all. It is Thursday. Oh, we're almost there. Can you smell that? Can you smell that? It's the weekend, friends. Uh, just around the corner. Oh, so ready for it. Today's my meeting day. That's why I'm wearing black. <laughs> I mean, mourning for all the time I will lose <laughs> by being sat in a meeting. Um, how are we doing out there, folks? How are you doing? It's Thursday, and boy, do we have a show lined up for you. As always, I thoroughly tortured the elves, and boy, did they give us some good content for today. In a hundred humans, we ask them to name something you want to do after a day's work. Name something you want to do after a day's work. Nombra algo que quieres hacer después de un día de trabajo. In today's Complete the News, uh, we'll find out why a woman from Wigan in the north of England, why a woman from Wigan was disgusted by the police. It's a good one, folks. Don't miss that. That's coming in the second half of the show. In the first half, oh my God, a good unpopular opinion today. Um, uh, I'm not sure if it's too controversial or not, Mm, but definitely something's worth considering and worth um, talking about now. Um, also, a hell of a lot of news and laughs. How are you doing out there? Um, a big good morning to BTI, to Eugene, to Vero, and many others who haven't said hello yet that are all joining me in the live audience, twitch.tv barra forward slash professional bohemian. That's Bohemio Professional, Peru in English. You can also join me on Instagram outside the show to vote and participate there too. Um, on Instagram at professional bohemian. Arroba Bohemio Professional, Peru in English. Ah, Natch, we made it. We got through, I got through Valentine's Day. Boyfriend points, man, a tope. Boyfriend points a tope. Why? Because I didn't get a card. I didn't get a lovely man. No. Ah, boyfriend points. Can you feel them? I'm carrying them around. I'm jingling when I walk. Yes, sir. And as we all know, boyfriend points. Redeemable this weekend. Yeah. Oh, friends. What am I going to ask for? You know me. I'm going to ask to watch Gold Rush Alaska on the big TV. Oh, yes, Natch. <laughs> no avocado toast in the morning. No, sir, not for me. Bacon and eggs. <laughs> That's what boyfriend points are for. God damn it. <laughs> what are people saying in the chat? I'm getting a lot of good mornings. Hi, guys. How are you doing, BTI? How are you doing, Eugene? Vero says, um, good morning, beautiful warriors around the universe and beyond. I am outraged. Yesterday, I had an appointment, which I was given in October at an aesthetic clinic. And when I arrived, I saw it was closed with a for rent sign on it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, I'm sorry about that. That sucks. But you don't need an aesthetic clinic because you're already beautiful. Do you know how I know that? You're joining me live on twitch.tv barra professional bohemian. <laughs> and also a big um, shout out and hello to all of you who download, all you angelic beings downloading the podcast. Um, all of you download the podcast. Um, I'm giving away a one boyfriend point each. <laughs> so all you have to do is download the podcast, download all the previous episodes, leave a comment, leave a like, five star review, and I will transfer to you one of my many boyfriend points today that's that's how that works <laughs> i'm swimming in them natch i'm boyfriend point rich and the elon musk of boyfriend points all right l- uh, let's not waste any more time i'm here natch is here you guys are here let's see what's going on in the world lots of um, ai news lots of ai news um i did get a comment when i was when i've been talking about like the ai girlfriend thing I got a comment saying that kind of news just is designed to emasculate men, to make men feel bad about themselves. Well, for that person out there, I can't remember being your name. I immediately (laughs) forgot about that after I read the comment. Um, This is for you. Uh, Better than a real man, mejor que un hombre real. 
Chinese women turn to AI boyfriends. Jóvenes chinas uh, recurren, would you say? Yeah, recurren a novios de inteligencia artificial. Yeah, I'm getting the stoic nod there from the from the, from the room. Thanks, Natch. Uh, this is coming from TechExplore.com. In China, a growing t- trend among young women is turning to AI-powered chatbots for companionship and romantic engagement, as highlighted by the experiences of users like Tufei and Wang Shituing. <laughs> Again, I'm reading out names and feeling racist. Look, I'm just trying my best here. If I've murdered the, if I've murdered the pronunciation, it's not my fault. <laughs> uh, how are you doing, Sam? Joining us in the chat. How are you doing? Wellness it is indeed. And the bridge, we're all here, she says. Okay, yeah, so um, it's not just a male phenomenon. They'd be happy to know that. Apps like Glow uh, by Shanghai startup Minimax and Want OneTalk by Baidu offer users the ability to create virtual boyfriends customized to their preferences in age, values, identity, and hobbies. These AI companions provide emotional support, conversation, and even advice on personal issues. But will they warm the sofa kindly for you whilst playing video games? I don't think they will. <laughs> yeah, men are going to go extinct, Natch. You know, women don't need us. They can get emotional support from intelli- artificial intelligence. And there is just a slew of battery-powered devices out there that just make us irrelevant. <laughs> All they need to do is figure out how the stingray from the manta ray from yesterday got pregnant on its own. And then that's it. Bye, men. <laughs> After your Valentine's message, probably you will be replaced as well, says Sam. <laughs> she laughed. She laughed. <laughs> yeah, I saw it yesterday for a, for a coffee. It was really nice. Happy Valentine's Day, sweetheart, if you are listening. All right, anyway, let's continue. Let's continue. Um, so these, uh, these AI companions provide emotional support, conversation, and even advice on personal issues, catering to the needs of users who find it challenging to establish such connections in real life due to the fast pace of life, urban isolation, and the complexities of human relationships. Oh. AI chatbots. It's not just men. It's not just men. It's also women. Oh, God. You know, I can't compete with an AI chatbot. I practically am artificial intelligence. The way I simulate your human emotions. (laughs) I'm British. There is no more robotic a personality than that, my friends. Okay, more AI news. There's tons of AI news, so strap yourselves in, guys. Um, A protest um, at OpenAI's headquarters in San Francisco focuses on military work. Um, I read an alternate headline to this one, which was that they they subtly and quietly um, removed a policy stating that they would not work on military applications of their software. OpenAI guys are the people who make ChatGPT, ChatGPT4, DALI, um, these programs. So, Protesta de Inteligencia Artificial en la sede de OpenAI en San Francisco se centra en el trabajo militar. Protesters gathered outside OpenAI headquarters in San Francisco demanding that AI research organization halt its involvement in military projects. The demonstration highlights growing concerns about the ethical implications of AI technology's use in military applications. Yeah. Jesus, humans, man. You know, I don't worry about AI, Natch. I don't worry about AI. Even if AI was to turn around tomorrow and say, you know, the problem, if we want to fix the planet, we need to eradicate all humans, right? If it, if that, if AI sent out that message, that would only tell me it's working properly. <laughs> you know what I mean? People say, oh, no, if it falls out of alignment, it might decide humans are evil. There. That means it's working. We are. You know, we've been gifted this amazing technology, a second brain that can help us in all sorts of applications. And what are we doing? You know, we're creating fake boyfriends and girlfriends (laughs) and ways to kill each other with it. And taking starlets and, and creating pornography. I mean, come on, humans. Touch grass. Take a breath of fresh air, will you? Ugh. Do you know what I mean, friends? Audience? Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. More 
AI news. This is the news that I actually wanted to get get to today. A third brain for a man, says uh, Sam. <laughs> yeah, we all know where the second one is. <laughs> all right, anyway. Um, this is the news I wanted to get to. Um, a few months ago, I think it was before even Christmas, right? Um, I told you about how authors, including the comedian Sarah Silverman, it was suing ChatGPT um, for copyright claims, right? Um, well, here's a piece of news, a follow-up on that piece of news. A judge rejects most ChatGPT copyright claims from book of authors. El juez rechaza la mayoría de las reclamaciones de derechos de autor de ChatGPT por parte de autores de libros. Um, uh, yeah, so a U.S. Cop uh, district judge in California has largely ruled in favor of OpenAI, dismissing uh, most of the copyright infringement claims made by authors against the company's use of their books to train its chat GPT language models. The authors had accused OpenAI of illegally using pirated copies of their work, which they claimed amounted to um, a high-tech form of copyright infringement and unfair business practices. However, the judge found that the authors failed to provide sufficient evidence for most of their claims, except for the direct copyright infringement, which OpenAI expressed to, uh, expects to address later this stage. So there you go. They didn't bring enough evidence to the courtroom. They just probably opened a computer and said, look, he knows my book. Look, I have um, mixed feelings on this one, I'm going to be honest, friends. Um... If you're a writer, an artist, if you're engaged in editing, media, anything like that, you're always going to take inspiration from other works, right? You know, I paint in, uh, when I paint, I paint in a, what I think is a German expressionist style, or at least my take on it. I'm not being sued by, um, <clears throat> by other German expressionists. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Or pop art people i'm not being sued for taking inspiration from other work and yes i've been to exhibitions i've seen that work with my own eyes you know and it's just the same thing you know if these if these language models are reading the book and not replicating the text verbatim how is that copyright infringement again you know what i mean go go outside friends take a breath of take a lung full of air <laughs> All right, last um, last one, last piece of news for today. Um, scientists, those pesky scientists, Natch, they grow a meaty. Uh, I don't know how you say this, carnoso maybe. They, scientists grow a meaty rice hybrid food from for a protein kick. Scientificos cultivan híbrido de arroz carnoso. Como alimento rico en proteínas. Yeah, yeah, sounds delicious, doesn't it? Meaty rice. That's the, <laughs> that's the number one quality I'm looking for in rice. Mm, how, how meaty is this rice exactly? <laughs> Scientists at Yonsei University in South Korea have developed a novel hybrid food termed meaty rice, which could serve as a sustainable and low-cost effective protein source. This innovative food combines rice grains with lab-grown beef, muscle, and fat cells. Mmm, sounds delicious. <laughs> What's for dinner, honey? Uh, we've got rice grains with lab-grown muscle and fat cells. Mmm, can I have seconds? Sounds so good. Thanks, scientists. <laughs> Second helping of meaty rice. Tomorrow, we're going to, hopefully, if I catch the metro on time, Natch, we're drinking um, uh, a matcha to test it out live on air. We're never going to test meaty rice, you and I. <laughs> oh, anyway, let's, conti let's continue. Uh, cultured for up to 11 days, this hybrid rice is slightly firmer and more brittle than traditional rice, but offers higher protein and fat content. It is seen as a potential solution for famine relief. Okay, now I feel like an asshole match. Now I feel like an asshole. It is a good solution for famine relief. Keep on going, university. <laughs> You're doing God's work. 
Um, military rations or even space food boost, uh, boasting a significantly lower carbon footprint compared to conventional beef production. While the concept introduces a promising avenue for reducing resource consumption and greenhouse gas emissions associated with livestock farming, consumer acceptance remains uncertain. This development aligns with the broader trend of exploring lab-grown meats. We've had this discussion, right? You're not very much in favor for lab-grown meat, right, Natch? No. Do you know what? If I could predict the um, uh, the future, I think the future is going to be where we, we mere mortals, you and I, Natch, we'll be the ones eating the lab-grown meat, and it'll become like a status symbol that a real animal was murdered to, to give you your food. Does that make sense? Oh, yes, me and the wife, we went out and we had real bacon. Yes, it was delicious. Let's see. Let's see. The future is bright, though, friends. Don't let my pessimistic um, English face steer you away from the light. It's awareness, after all. Friends, on that note, let's go to today's Unpopular Opinion. Unpopular Opinion. Oh, my God, what a good unpopular opinion today. We, um, uh, as always, I, I created a brain fart. Un pedo cerebral, un pedo mental, una rayada. I shared it with you on my social media and you guys voted. Today's unpopular opinion is work-life balance is a myth. Um, el equilibrio entre trabajo y la vida personal. Is that really how you say work-life balance in Spain? Jeez Louise. That's like, um, <laughs> Cuidado no introducir el pie entre el uh, en el espacio entre el coche y el andén. Mind the gap. <laughs> wow. Work-life balance is a myth. El equilibrio entre el trabajo y la vida personal es un mito. Um, so, what do you think? How do you think people voted, Natch? Maybe they say they said true. I am shocked. Yes, they did say true. Yeah. Um, well, how do you feel about this? Uh, I think it should be false. False. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, maybe it is, it's true. I think it's one of these aspirational things where we wish it was true, but in reality it's false, right? And that's why maybe, that's what really maybe swayed Instagram's vote there. Um, 61% true. So it's not by a, ma a large margin, but still, a lot of people voted. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Vero immediately here says, Nowadays, it's quite difficult to reach a real balance between work and private life. To reach it, a day should have 48 hours instead of 24. God, yeah. Oh. You're telling us, Vero. My God. Um, so, yeah. As always, friends, I thoroughly tortured those elves. The elves are starting to um, develop quite the fan club, Natch. M multiple people over the last month have told me that I need to treat the elves better. Every time you send me a message like that, I, I beat them a little bit harder, just so you know. <laughs> just so you know. Whenever you show support for them, they, they suffer more. <laughs> so I thoroughly tortured the elves this morning, and they gave me no work-life balance for them. No balance, just work. <laughs> they gave me some pros and cons um, we'll get into those right now in the pro column agreeing that the work-life balance is a myth okay so let's start off with constant connectivity in an era where technology allows us to be constantly connected to work through smartphones and laptops the boundaries between work and personal life have blurred this constant accessibility makes it difficult to fully disengage from work responsibilities challenging the traditional notion of work-life balance true story like all my colleagues have my phone number and boy oh boy <laughs> they have my phone number they have my whatsapp i don't have a company phone i was offered one i just didn't see any point <laughs> why do i need two phones <laughs> you know what i mean uh, anyway um uh, so so yeah like yeah and i'm always connected i have the teams app on my phone so even you know even when i'm on the move i'm answering people and doing things outside of my work hours i mean natch and i were in here at half seven sometimes before you know so you'd think by half seven in the evening, oh, Rob's brain is set to off, as it usually is during the day too, but still. 
no, no, no. Still, at that point in time, I'm still connected and still um, ready to be doing things. Hmm. Uh, work culture and expectations. In many industries and companies, there's a prevailing culture of working long hours and being available 24-7. This culture, coupled, coupled with high expectations for productivity and success, makes achieving a true balance between work and personal life difficult. It is not impossible for many, uh, if not impossible for many. Yeah, there there is a lot of truth in that too. I mean, I by design am a little bit like that. I like to um, I like to work. I work on private projects outside of my um, daily work. I'm usually constantly doing something, even if it's just learning new skills. Right, constantly doing something, constantly working on something. I get that from my grandfather. My, um, I don't know if you had a grandfather or a, or your dad was anything like my grandfather Natch, but my grandfather was the kind of guy who in his free time, he went to the garden shed, um, his little workshop, and he was always tinkering on things, fixing things. I'm the same. That's how I choose to spend my free time. That and watching Australian reality television. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I wish I was. <laughs> Australian Survivor's out now, Natch. It's great, great season. <laughs> I know you were wondering. As well as maths. Oh, God, maths. <laughs> anyway, let's continue. Sorry, I'm getting <laughs> personal fulfillment and ambition. For some, their work is significant part of their identity and personal fulfillment. The concept of separating work and life into distinct balanced parts doesn't capture the reality for those who find their work to be a calling or integral integral to their sense of self. Look, okay, so we'll get back to this work culture thing. I mean, in Anglo culture, certainly. Um, it is lauded to be a hard worker, to put in extra hours that immediately identifies you, sets you apart from the pack as someone, you know, someone serious and someone valuable. Should that be the way, though? Should that be how we think about it? I think, if anything, Gen Z are starting to rewrite those rules. And, um, you know, I'm pretty grateful for that, I'll be honest. I feel like maybe, yeah, I've been kidding myself my whole life. Hmm. And then, obviously, um, like myself i do kind of identify a lot with the work that i do i'm a media professional and um you know it's usually the second introduction we make about ourselves hi what's your name what do you do second question right okay and finally economic necessities again in the pro column agreeing that work-life balance is a myth for a large portion of the population working multiple jobs or long hours is an economic necessity rather than a choice the luxury of striving for work-life balance is not feasible when the focus is on making ends meet yes so yes we all think, we all tend to think, we, we project our own lives on many people, right? If you're like me and you're sat in an office right now, hello. My mum works in a supermarket. My, my, um, uh, my cousins work as mechanics and laborers, you know? Most people are not just sat around thinking, ah, I wish I was at home right now. Most people are actually out there grinding in more than one job to try and make ends meet. You know, work-life balance must sound like a joke to those people. I mean, in the States now, we hear many, many stories of people taking second, third jobs just so they can, um, uh, just so they can survive. How do you think they feel about work-life balance? Hmm. All right, let's continue. Con, in the con column, disagreeing, saying work-life balance is achievable and necessary. Um, with deliberate effort and clear boundaries, individuals can separate their work and personal life. This includes setting specific work hours, managing expectations with employers, and making conscious decisions to prioritize personal time and activities. But how competitive does that make you in the workplace? Yeah, I don't know. Natch and I were actually having a, a very similar conversation to this this morning. You know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, next, flexible work arrangements. The rise of remote work and flexible work arrangements has um, has made it more feasible for many people to design their work schedules around their personal lives. This flexibility can facilitate a balance, allowing individuals to attend to personal responsibilities and interests without sacrificing personal uh, professional achievement. Yeah. Although I'm I'm pretty sure. 
you know, if we were working from home and I had to take a break to um, to to earn <laughs> earn currency in the game Fortnite, I'm pretty sure my boss wouldn't agree that that's a significant personal achievement. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hmm. I don't know. Let's continue. Uh, there's a growing r- recognition among some employee, uh, employers of the importance of work-life balance for employee well-being and productivity. This has led to policies that support time off, mental health days, and focus on outcomes rather than just hours worked. Challenging the notion that work-life balance is unattainable. That's the ideal. That's the ideal. Who cares when you come in or how many hours it took to do the work as long as the work is uh, being done, right? And finally, um, evidence suggests that people who achieve a degree of work-life balance are more productive and satisfied with their jobs, ensuring that employees have time for personal pursuits and rest. Companies can enhance overall well-being and reduce burnout, making work-life balance not only a personal goal, but professional advantage. Look, I don't know the answer to this question, guys. Hopefully you do. I will post a poll in the chat. I will read your messages. Friends, so many things you could have been doing this morning. So many things. An infinite number of things. But instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me and the Natch. And it means the world. See you soon. Hey, guys. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There you'll find VODs of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind-the-scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professionalbohemian, and you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professionalbohemian or Twitter at probo, P-R-O-B-O-H. Okay, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to this, the second part of today's Probo Show, coming to you live at 9am. That is, of course, unless you're one of those delicious, angelic beings that download the podcast. Remember, every podcast downloader today will receive a boyfriend point. (laughs) Because I have an excess and I'm being generous. Just let me know you've downloaded by leaving a review, a positive review, five stars. And, you know, I will magically transfer boyfriend points to you. (laughs) All right. What have you missed if you've just tuned in? Wow, we had tons of AI news from AI boyfriends to um, the protests over the military applications of um, OpenAI's products, as well as a judge rejecting um, most of the copyright claims against ChatGPT. And finally, we looked at um, a piece of science news that scientists have grown meaty rice. <laughs> Arroz carnoso. <laughs> That's just the weirdest goddamn thing. Uh, and then we moved on to um, we moved on to today's unpopular opinion, which is work-life balance is a myth. El equilibrio entre el trabajo y la vida personal es un mito. Natch is on a false. Um, the people on Instagram, they were on a true. Uh, if I'm going to be honest with you, now the vote is officially over. I think I'm a bit of a true as well. Um, before I get into my argument, let's. I'd like to read some of the comments that we've been getting. Eugene says, false, at least for me, um, I have almost perfect work-life balance. I can work more and earn more money, but I'm also happy about that balance. Um, that's good. That's nice to hear. Eugene, good. Congratulations. Uh, Leo says, look, I get it. The whole work-life balance thing sounds nice, but when you're, um, when you're running a startup, it's a myth. All right, Leo. (laughs) Dig in, man. I, I used to work for a startup. I'll be honest. And I know that startup culture is a lot of grind. And yeah, they do work people to the bone. They did me at least. Uh, Mia writing to us again. Honestly, saying work-life balance is a myth just feels like an excuse for poor workplace policies. Really? Is it poor workplace policies? Let me ask you something, Mia. If your company could replace your whole department um, overseas by people who work earning a fraction of what you earn, do you think they would do it? Or do they think? Do you think they care more about your, you know, how you're going to pay your bills, how Mia's going to pay their bills? <laughs> you know. Um, let me tell you something. Judging by um, history, 
they will outsource your job in a second. Replace you with AI, whatever it takes to um, earn more money. Any company, its only obligation is to its shareholders by design. You know, maybe, I'm not saying that's the way it should be. Absolutely not. But in my experience, that's been um, mostly the case in the companies that I've worked for. Um, let's continue. Derek, in my experience, work-life balance is something people talk about but rarely achieve. Um, yeah, in mine too, Derek. Um, and Zoe says, I think the idea of work-life balance is evolving, especially with remote learning and work. It's not a myth, says Zoe. God, where are all these people working, Natch? <laughs> all the people who are saying, false, hello. Um, yeah, look. The closest I ever got to good work-life balance, in my estimation, is when I was freelance. Um, but then, what happened? Because I ended up working my ass off. And then, once I'd finished, I took a year off, came back to Madrid. <laughs> Just got very, very drunk. It was a very blurry year. <laughs> um well, it, what happened was that, you know, eventually you start earning enough to make a living and then you find it hard to turn down jobs because your next job comes from the, usually from positive word of mouth from your, your past one. You know, talking about purely freelance work, autonomous. Um, so even then you don't really achieve that great work-life balance. Those of you saying, well, yeah, what about um, things like working from home? That's work-life balance, is it, really? Turning your home into an office, turning the place where you're supposed to go to relax into the into your office. Is that work-life balance, is it? <laughs> I would say that's balance. the balance is tipped 100% in favor of the company there. Are they paying your electricity bill? <laughs> Are they paying your internet bill? Mm, you know? Yeah, I would argue that working from home is more like uh, sleeping in the office. I'll be honest. And again, you know, work-life balance, you know, we talk about it like it's right around the corner, the promised land. But a company, look, let's be realistic. Any company nowadays only has an obligation to its shareholders to make money, you know? If it can reduce the quality of its product without any discernible distress to the client, it'll do it. You know, if it can lay off a ton of people and still maintain around the same quality of work, um, even with a negligible drop in quality, it will do it. I mean, we tend to think of ourselves um, as we all work for NGOs <laughs> that only care about the planet and they only care about their employees. Oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, middle managers may be like me. We care about <laughs> that kind of thing, but really a company? A company? Do they really care about that? You know, are they? Uh, do you think the in, in corporate meetings are sat around talking about how you need to go to the dentist, <laughs> or are they talking about you know how much profit they can milk out of every second of their employees' time? You know, they're not talking about their work life, your work life balance. They're talking about your productivity. Okay, um, and that's just the reality of working in most modern companies, at least here in Europe. Would you agree with that, Natch? Yes. Yeah. And I know in the States, um, a lot of the big tech companies, they made a massive inroads into um, into kind of trying to achieve that work-life balance for their companies. I'm thinking about places like uh, Meta and Google, but even they are backtracking now. M massive layoffs, you know, no more company masseuses <laughs> roaming around from desk to desk. Yeah, I think we kind of live with this idealized version of what work is, you know. I hate to use biblical kind of references, but this is the punishment God bestowed on Adam, right? Or if you prefer something non-biblical, you know, if work didn't suck, they wouldn't have to pay you to do it. <laughs> yeah, no? It's basically just that, in my opinion. Um, Sam says, work-life balance is just another stupid invented concept, so people think that they're fighting to achieve it. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I posted a poll in the chat and I said work-life balance is a myth and you guys said sixty-seven percent false. My God, friends, you disagreed with Instagram today. Fascinating. 
Yeah, I'm on the true side of this because I've been involved as part, apart from my kind of consultancy work and when I was a freelance in content marketing, um, now working um, in the company where I work now. From my experience, um, you know, a company's only, that's not to say they just don't care. Most companies don't care about the employees. Of course, companies care about their employees, but only in so much as they're being productive members of staff. You know? How productive are you being? It's never, oh, how, how are you feeling? Are you feeling a little burnt out or? <laughs> you know, if every company, and I mean this wholeheartedly, if every company sent all their staff to work from home and found out there was a 100% increase in productivity, <laughs> we'd all be working from home right now, you know? Um, I just don't believe it to be true. I don't believe it to be true because I'm a realist. I know a lot of you accuse me of being a pessimist, but I'm not. I'm more of a realist. I think, um, I think, yeah, work-life balance is something to be attained. It's something to shoot for. Um, but the reality of it is, if you work for a company, that company's only obligation is to make money, you know? And if they can cut corners and make the product cheaper um, and sell it at the same price, they're going to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Regardless of your feelings about it. Even if you're a freelance as long as if you can't keep your own greed at bay, even then you'll struggle with work-life balance. I know I did. I burnt myself out so much I had to take a year off and I spent all my savings. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's um, I think it's very much um, true. It is somewhat of a myth. But just because it's a myth, friends, doesn't mean it's something we shouldn't be shooting for. And, you know, with these new generations and their different outlook towards work and work culture, hopefully those things will change. But that, my friends, is just my opinion. And what would Grandpa Bo say about that? He'd say, well, Rob, opinions, they're like buttholes. Everyone has one. They all stink, including yours. Let's move on to today's 100 Humans. Oh. My. God. It was a long walk to work today across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys and on that walk i encountered 100 humans and i asked them all a question today's question was ooh, let's get there today's question was name something you want to do after work name something you want to do after work i'm just gonna rip the band-aid off right now sex isn't there <laughs> just because you know i've read all the comments on instagram nessa you're incorrigible all right, let's um, as as we um, as we do traditionally on the show, we go to the oracle for the first answer here. What do you think, Natch? Watch TV. Watch TV. Mm. Something you want to do after work. Watch TV. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done, Natch. Well done. Got a lot of answers here on um, on Instagram. Uh, yeah, Watch TV is there. A few people have said that. By the way, a big thanks to Pedro, La Chica de la Segunda Fila, Izzy, B. Lopez, Pilar, that's all folks, Vero, Rosa, KNDY, Coco, Nessa, uh, Gemma, Carmen, Materia Oscura, Fabian, La, and Ana Casan. Thank you, thank you um, for your interaction there. We'll get to some of your messages in a bit. Um, I love, I got some good messages. KNDY said, I sit thinking about all the other stuff I have to do the next day when I'm at work. <laughs> Live in the now, man. <laughs> what, did I just say yesterday that? Whatever. Live in the now. <laughs> KNDY, that's for you. That's, that's advice just for you. Um, got some really funny ones here. We'll get to them later on. Um, okay, let's see. Um, in the chat, we have to sleep, to sleep. Eugene says to sleep. Something you want to do after work, sleep. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done. Um, well done. It's there. Um, nine of a hundred humans said to sleep. Really? Right after work? I forget that not everyone finishes work when it's still light outside like us, Natch. <laughs> Although I'll be honest, I do I do um, have a nap when I get home. Do you have a do you nap Natch before? No, not during the just week, all weekdays. No, just all the way through. 
I uh, I respect your game, Natch. I respect your game. I need a little, at least, even if it's a micro, a mini nanas, a micro nanas. I need one. Five minutes, just <laughs> done. <laughs> All right. Um, so sleep was there, third place. Nine of a hundred humans. Well done. Sam says, "Have a drink." <laughs> Sam, are you Irish? Um, have a drink. Is have a drink there? No, it's not. What? Yeah, the the all after work. Have a drink. It's um, it's a great answer, but sadly not there. Uh, did anyone agree with you? Uh, yeah, a bunch of people. Bunch of people. Um, have a tea, says Anna Kassan. Oh, and just relax on my sofa. <laughs> Someone else said relax. Is relax there? Seems like the most obvious answer, doesn't it? To relax. La Chica de la Segunda Fila on Instagram also said laughing and relaxing. Uh, do we have any more? Yeah. Get relax. Says Vero. Is relax there? Yes, it is. Well done. And with 55 of 100 humans, it's the number one answer. Well done, guys. Relaxing. Something you want to do after work. Oh, God. I'm all about that relax life. Um, Chica de la Segunda Fila says, I don't ask that much. Just chill and laughs. Relax. A.K.A. relax. Agreed. All right. Um, have a beer. Great answer, but it's not there. Urs. Sam says, gym. To go to the gym. To work out. Exercise. Hacer ejercicio. Right? To work out. Yeah, ah, you didn't convince me with that nod, Natch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is to um, exercise there. Uh, Materia Oscura says to do some sport. And going for a walk. That's kind of exercising. That's from Gemma. Uh, is exercising there? Yes, it is. Well done. It's the fourth most popular answer with eight of a hundred humans saying, exercise, you people are not normal. <laughs> uh, have you met Netflix? I mean, come on, guys. Really? After a day's work? That's when you want to exercise? That's like, you, you definitely exercise before work. It's like only poo when you're at work because then you're getting paid to poo. Like, if you're going to wear yourself out, do it before work. <laughs> All right, anyway. Um... How do we get into pooing when we talk about it? I don't know, Natch. The show went crazy. All right. Uh, read a book, says Urs. Uh, Carmen in on Instagram also said read a book, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and one other person, I can't find the comment right now. Ah, yeah. Vero says to read a book. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done. <laughs> to read, Lair is their seventh most popular answer with three of a hundred humans saying to read. Sofa time, says um, uh, says Sam. Yeah, my God. Yeah, it's definitely sofa time. A bunch of people said um, sofa and things, um, sofa adjacent. But I think that falls under the relax category, Sam. Um, Eugene says, watch the Probo show or the lunchtime show, in my case, at least. Eugene joining us all the way from Russia. Eugene, you get a Probo approved. Robo approved. Come on. Come on. Um, all right. Uh, to go home. To go home. Yeah. Obvious answer, isn't it? No, I just... When I finish work, I just hang around the office. Just to wait for some more pollen to fall on me. <laughs> to go home. Great answer, but it's not there. Um... Uh, Cigar Man says, good morning, everyone. After work, some days, a beer with good company. It's not there. I see a lot of you saying drinking. There's one thing. It's not drinking and it's not breathing. Something we all need to do <laughs> several times through the day. Um, something we do after work. Obviously, depending what time you finish, but at some point you'll do this. Come on. Do you know where it is, Natch? It's not drinking. It's not sleeping. No, no idea. Oh God, it is. Um, oh. It's not pooing, Sam. It's not pooing, Ravdos. God damn, I've set the poo chain off in the chat, Natch. 
All right, let's see if anyone said this um, on Instagram. E oh my God, guys, really? The answer, the number one answer is, ah, Ravdos got it. Eating the dindins. Yeah, eating. Well done. Okay, no, I can't believe how many people are writing poo in my chat. I'm going to get banned from Twitch. All right, let's um, let's continue. Final answer here. No one has identified this in the chat, but Raz Rosa said this one on um, on Instagram. She says, um, showering, then putting on the pajamas or her pajamas. Putting on the pajamas and showering is showering there. Of course it is. Well done, Rosa. Four of a hundred humans said that one is in sixth place. Friends, I asked a hundred humans to name something you want to do after a day's work. Nombra algo que quieres hacer después de un día de trabajo. In position number seven. We had to read, leer, read three of a hundred humans said that one. In position number six. Ducha shower. Four of a hundred humans said that one. In position number five. Ver la tele. La tele. Yeah, okay, getting the Natch seal of approval. Um, watch TV. Seven of a hundred humans said that one. In position number four. Ir al gimnasio. Is it not hacer ejercicio? Um, well, both. Ir al gimnasio o hacer ejercicio. So I said it right. Okay. I'm just confused because, you know, there is no... Translation elf in the hundred humans. Now it's just saying, just saying. All right, in position number three. Dormir, sleep. Nine of a hundred humans said that one. In position number two. Eating, comer. And finally, in position number one. With 55 of a hundred humans to relax. <laughs> Eating or peeing, says the bridge. Why so many bodily functions in the chat, guys? Let's. Let's take a breath, shall we? <laughs> Before we move headfirst into today's Complete the News. Complete the News! This is Complete the News, my friends. I am going to give you a real news headline, um, but I'm going to leave out some important information. Your job in the chat is to identify the information that is missing with the three options I give you. Okay, if you're one of the people, one of the many people joining us in the chat, in the live audience, but you haven't participated, perhaps you feel nervous about sharing your opinion, it's a comment that I get. Well, friends, this is your moment because all you have to write here is A, B, or C. All right, so here we go. Wigan. Wigan is a place in the north of England, Natch. Wigan woman is disgusted by police caught watching blank at her home. Mm. So a Wigan woman just disgusted by police caught watching blank at her home. Una mujer de Wigan disgustada por, la, por policías um, eh, caught watching eh, it wouldn't be atrapado Piado, right? Piado viendo blank en su casa. But what is it? Is it A, home movies? Home movies. You know when you go on holiday, you film a video or, you know, you do something with your family, film a video of it. Home movies. Would you say películas caseras? No, right? Ah, you, you would. Nivelazo. Oh! Come on, Rob. You know what I mean? It's Thursday. I'm warmed up, friends. Is it A, home movies? B, Pornhub. <laughs> In Spanish, El Pornhub. You know the, you know this. Don't pretend you don't. Or is it C, Netflix? Oh. Asqueada or repugnada? Wow, Bridge. Can we get a nivelazo? Come on. Okay, so a Wigan woman disgusted by um, by police caught watching blank in her home. Is it A, home movies? <laughs> Watch her home movies. Oh, look, there she is in the Cayman Islands. Beautiful. Is it B, Pornhub? Or is it C, Netflix? Hmm. All right. What do you think, Natch? 
A. You think A, home movies. Disgusted by these policemen watching my vacations. Or whatever it is. What was the last home movie you made, Natch? Well, with the mobile phones nowadays, we make a lot of movies. A lot of videos. Yeah, the last one I made was when I went to Bradford. Made a little home movie. Hey, guys. It used to be a thing. My grandfather bought a video camera especially to make home movies. I, at least I spy. God, God damn hope that's all he filmed with it. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to be, be able to eat today, but never mind. Let's continue. All right, so here we go. Um, the audience has a chat, um, has an idea. You think, A, the audience is almost unanimous on C. Okay, so Wigan woman disgusted by police caught watching. Well done to... The chat, it was see Netflix at her home. Weird, weird um, word, right? To use disgusted for watching Netflix. I mean, why would you be disgusted? Abigail Lawton, a 21-year-old from Wigan, was shocked to discover through CCTV, closed-circuit television, a spy cam, basically, footage of that two police officers who were supposed to be searching for her during a mental health crisis were instead watching Netflix (laughs) and lifting weights at her home. (laughs) Oh, these, these policemen, my kind of guys, man. (laughs) Despite her official complaint, greater Manchester police concluded that the officers did not breach standards, but advised them to learn from the incident. Lawton, who was eventually found by the police and uh, arrested for wasting time before being released without further action, expressed her distress and loss of trust in the police. The incident has raised concerns about police professionalism and the importance of maintaining public trust. There you go, Natch. If you ever go missing, don't worry. I'll make sure they don't access your Disney Plus account. Okay, I'll make sure of it. We don't want Mrs. Natch to be disgusted. No, we don't. All right, friends. Well, what? Hell of a show, man. Thank you so much for joining us today. We've had an absolute blast. Spoken about everything from AI boyfriends to uh, work-life balance, that unicorn that we talk about. (laughs) Guys, there'll be more madness from me and the Natch tomorrow with tomorrow's um, final Probo Show of the Week. Thank you for downloading the podcast. Don't forget, you get a free boyfriend point with every download. Guys, so many things you could have been doing today. Instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me, and it means the world. See you next time.